At the end of the day, it's the stuff behind the scenes, the practice behind the scenes, the reps behind the scenes, the work behind the scenes that no one sees that is going to make or break your dream. And it's sexy, and it seems very sexy. Oh, that person quit and went all in. Again, to Alan's point, it, it is what we did, but it's also very reckless, and there's a lot of pressure, and there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. And here's the thing. You only hear about the people that make it. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,003, sorry, 435, One Powerful Health Awareness You May Not Know Yet. Today, for episode number 1,436, how to transition more into your dream. So if you are whether you are watching or listening, you most likely are a dream chaser. That's why you listen to us, because we talk about chasing dreams and dealing with the growing pains that come with that, setting boundaries around them, all of that happy jazz. But maybe you are also in a period of life where you don't feel like you can actually chase your dreams fully. And maybe you have your foot on the brakes instead of <laughs> doing... <laughs> Alan smiled and I smiled and laughed and it's the end of the day and it's, it's been a long, it's been a long week already. Maybe you have your foot on the brakes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's what that's a my apologies. foul that is. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. You, hey, get your shit together. Trying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe you have your foot on the brakes. For some reason, my eyes just started watering. I'm crying all of a sudden and you're not going full force into your dreams yet. I was on a podcast today. <laughs> We're in trouble. I'm going to power through. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a GD professional. I was on a podcast today, Alan. And this person said, hey, what does somebody do if they're in the middle of their journey, but they're not full-time dream chasing? And I said, first of all, most people are there. And I don't know if there's any such thing as the middle of your journey. I know you think we're towards the end of our journey, but we have a long, long, long way to go. It just looks like we're successful because our journey is longer. So it looks like we're successful. We're not there yet. We're not nearly where we need to be. In this episode, I told my story and I said, I know it sounds awesome that I quit my job and I went all in on my thing. But the truth of the matter is, if my job didn't require travel as much as it did, right? For context, I spent 10 months on the road, the most successful year I had financially. If it didn't require that amount of travel and my mental health wasn't in a very, very negative place, I probably would have stayed and built the podcast while I worked. What I did was reckless. Now, it, it worked out, and that's great, but why couldn't I have done one episode a week and posted on social media every day while I was working? I could have definitely done that. So what I told this person on the show today was, I think a lot of people are saying, I'll do that when I have X amount of time. When I have... And when I have a full 40 hours a week, I'll be able to do all this other stuff. And the reality is you can start when you have two hours a week. I always use the analogy or the example of if you're a photographer 
and you want to grow your portfolio, Monday through Friday, you might go do your nine to five and you might not even have the identity of, of a photographer necessarily. But when Saturday or Sunday rolls around, you could book a, you could have a booking every single weekend if you wanted. You could get 52 photo shoots done a year, even while you had your nine to five. That's how you transition more into your dreams. You don't have to go all in right away. Sometimes I think it's probably better not to go all in right away because if you have to wait until it's the only thing to go all in, wouldn't it create momentum if you started now, even if it was an hour or two a week and you got some experience and you met some people? That's really what I want to jam on in this episode because I know a lot of us are waiting for the right time or we're waiting for the right amount of money or whatever it may be. No matter what you're aiming for, there is going to be a level of mud. And for me, the level of mud was being $35,000 in credit card debt and not being able to pay my bills. Yes, I left my job and I could do this full time, but there was mud that came with that. For you, for you, your mud might be staying at a job you aren't super passionate about for the next eight to 12 months while you do your side hustle dream chasing on the weekends or at night or whatever it may be. That might suit you better. In Pittsburgh, we got asked a question about this, Kev. Yes. yes. And I gave a very long-winded, esoteric <laughs> answer. I'm going to try to make it more concise here. Three okay. options for all of us. There's the reckless option, which is what Kevin already described, which is go all in. Go all in on your dream. Take the chance. And I want to make this very, very, very clear. The reckless option is the one that Kevin and I chose. And I don't recommend that for most people. Here's why. I had a $150,000 portfolio when I quit my job. And I liquidated all of those assets, all the stocks, all the I, um, index funds, all of it. And I eventually went past zero. Okay. Kevin, you had what, 16, 18 grand, something like that? No, I didn't think I had that much. I think I had 10 Gbos. 10 Gbos. So yeah. 10 Gs for Kev. 150 G's for me, and I quit my job long before Kev. I was I year, was close years though. before. I was pretty close. You 150 and 10. I was pretty. I was catching up. <laughs> yeah, you were catching up. Definitely, I was on my way. Definitely, you were on your way. And we went all in, which I do believe is a little bit reckless. If you are certainty driven, mm. if you need a lot of certainty, you've got to be careful. Do not do that. Okay. So that's option one. But I want to make it clear: we had a huge nest egg. Emilia just quit her full-time job, quit, and she worked for a company called Alchemies, and they were really good to her. She was really good to them. She managed a really great IT portfolio. She learned a lot of skills. She banked a lot of money. Awesome, awesome, awesome. She is in a financial position where she has a very long runway. She can go over a year and not make another dime and still be in the green, okay? That's a good position to be in. So unless you're in a position like that, I don't recommend option one, which is just reckless. All right, option two. Option two is you do the side hustle. You run in parallel. That's what Kevin was mentioning. Photographer, nine to five, do your thing, and then on the weekends, be a weekend warrior for a while. That's 52 photo shoots. If you want to work both days, maybe it's 104 photo shoots. That's a lot of momentum you can build in one year. I've done 41 photo shoots as a fitness model. I think it might be more than that now. I wasn't a fitness model, but you understand what I'm saying. 
I've probably done about 45 photo shoots in my life. And I'm telling you, it's way different than the first one. So you can build a lot of momentum. Option three. Option three is something I want everyone to consider, which is what if your dream is actually working for a company and being a part of something special? Some people don't want to be an entrepreneur. Some people don't want to be the business owner. Some people don't want all the risk. And the one thing that I'll share briefly is that option one is reckless. And while I'll tell you there's no glass ceiling on how much money you can make and the impact that you can have, there's also no safety net whatsoever. If Kevin and I don't work, the business will eventually die. Okay? Now, eventually, there's a lot of hocus pocus out there of you can have a self managing company and you can, yeah, decades in. You do not do not fall victim to a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff is for people that are decades into their journey. Option two, run in parallel. That's the one I highly recommend until eventually you can make the leap. Bank as much money as you possibly can, get a good runway, make the leap. And then option three is maybe you maybe your dream is actually to be a director of marketing for a company. That's okay. That's okay. And just figure out which one you are and which one you want to do and make sure you're preparing accordingly. One of the reasons I've been rapping more is because that is attached to my dreams more than I realized. I'd, I'd love to be on a rap album someday or make a rap album. I don't know. Right. We had that discussion where I said, I love cars. I love rap and podcasting. Those are kind of my three fitness, martial arts. But that's the, the thought process I had when I was thinking of this episode. Okay, I could say, well, one day when I'm not as busy, I'll rap. And that really is the case, right? I, I don't have a lot of time to rap. I'm not doing martial arts because I just don't have the time right now. But what if I could just do an hour of rapping a week? In that four years from today when I might actually have enough time to say, you know what, I'm going to block off Thursday for four hours and I'm going to rap every week. I'll be so much better because I actually transitioned the whole time. Mm -hmm. That, I, I think we look at people who transition immediately and it's sexy and it seems very sexy. Oh, that person quit and went all in. Again, to Alan's point, it, it is what we did, but it's also very reckless and there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. And here's the thing, you only hear about the people that make it. What's going on guys? My name is Austin and I've been working with Kevin for a few months now. If there's one thing that I find super valuable is his expertise on how to position the podcast to the right audience and fit the content into the overall business plan. And frankly, when we work together, he challenges me a lot. There were some tough conversations that he initiated with me so that I can really grow in the business. Besides the coaching part, the editing team does amazing work with editing and show notes and staying on top of all communications. Overall, my experience working with Kevin has really been top notch. How many people do you think make it like we did, for lack of better phrasing, doing what we did? I don't know. It's a great question. We're definitely in the minority of people, for sure. The minority of people. I'll say the we're more of the exception to the rule than the rule. I don't like the minority thing because I know that's like a, it can yeah, be taken yeah. out of context. So I would say, yeah, we're more the exception than the rule. Out of, out of all the podcasters I've ever met, 
I could probably count on one hand how many of them built a business from a podcast the way we have a, a profitable business that you and I can actually do for a living. It's very, yeah. very small. It's a very, very small amount of human beings. But here's the thing. Not everybody wants to do that. So not a lot of people's dream is not doing seven episodes a week and doing the things that we have. So we created it the way that we wanted it to be to a degree. But I, that's the way I think of it. The problem is if you wait until you think everything is ready, you, you might not feel like you're good enough to actually do it. I made a mistake. I actually was, I had some entitlement a few years ago. We had Justin Freeman on the show. Remember Justin Freeman, an amazing rapper? Mm -hmm. I messaged him and asked him to rap with him. In retrospect, that was a very entitled thing to do. He is way ahead of me, and he should never rap with someone like me. He, is, he has earned being able to rap with people who are way ahead of me. He, he would be going backwards. That would be a favor. If he was willing to do me a favor, I'd appreciate that. I haven't transitioned enough into rapper Kev to get that opportunity. He, this is what could happen. If I, if I said to you all right now, well, 15 years from today, we're going to be very financially free and we'll have a very successful business and I might have access to people that I don't have access to now. I might know rappers. And then I'll, then I'll reach out to them and say, hey, I'd love to do a, a track with you. I'm going to pay for everything, but will you come on with me? That sounds really good. The problem is if I don't practice this for the next 15 years, I'm not going to be good enough to even do it. They might still say no. They might say, Kev, you're not a rapper, man. I know this is like a dream of yours, but you're not good enough. If I don't train martial arts mm -hmm. for the next 15 years, when we get to have, and again, I don't know if we're ever going to have guests again, but imagine we have one of my favorite fighters on and we're in the gym with them again, like we were with Julian Wynn. I'm not going to be able to train with them. I'm not going to be able to hit pads because I haven't done it in 15 years. <laughs> I'm going to be the guy saying, oh, I used to do this. Uh, you know, I, let me knock off some of the rust. I used to do this. I know what's up. Give me a minute. Yeah. I'm going to be 15 years from today. I'm going to be 49 year old Kev. If I'm not practicing all aspects of my dreams, if I do get presented the opportunity, I'm not going to do it. If you're waiting to be a speaker and you go to a speaking event, you go to an event and somebody says, anybody here, I want to do this at some point. Anybody here have a presentation ready. I'm going to give you 15 minutes on stage. It's got to be about self-improvement. That's the only rule. Anybody have a presentation in their mind ready? You could raise your hand and that could be the shot that propels you to some, six, to, to some success. But if you don't do it... <laughs> and, and maybe the success. <laughs> I'd be the guy speaking before you, so you'd probably be good. So you'd probably be good. You'd probably win the audience over. But that could be it. That could be it for you. But if you don't identify as it long before you are it, you're not going to get the opportunities or you're not going to say yes to the opportunity. Well, this comes down to the fundamental. Now <laughs> I can't talk. This <laughs> comes down to the fundamental. I'll never forget as long as I live. Shout out to Bianca. We're in Impact Fitness. We're working out. We finish our workout. Hour and a half. Crushed it. Had a lot more time back in those days. <laughs> and she stops dead in her tracks in the top steps on the way out of the gym. And I turn around and I'm like, what's going on? Are you good? She was just super sad. 
you know, you good? She's like, I'm such a sucky speaker. I'm the worst speaker. Can you help me become a better speaker? And I still coach Bianca to this day. And back then I was just mentoring her. And I said, yeah, of course. Like, of course. Got you. Now she's got a podcast. She speaks. She goes on other podcasts. She's a, actually a very strong speaker. So much, in fact, that at our Relationship Talks event, I actually paused Emilia for a moment and let Bianca talk because she explained CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. She's a Cognitive Behavioral Therapist. But I knew Bianca could explain it better than I could. And as a speaker with thousands of reps, podcasting, speaking, training, workshops, whatever, it's very rare that I'm like, oh, can you please explain this for me? Because I know you can explain it better than I can. And she crushed it. There's an opportunity for Bianca, but it all had to do with humility that no one saw six years prior to that. She started going on her Instagram stories. Then she started eventually doing Instagram lives. Then eventually she started a podcast with Emilia. Then eventually she started doing out of the mud events, virtual events. Every month they've never missed. I'm telling you, those reps add up and eventually you get really, really good and you get good almost out of nowhere. It's like, oh, wow. And for me, sometimes it's like, wait, are they bad? Oh, no, I'm really good. Okay, cool. Because when you're always comparing to the the top of the mountain, sometimes it's hard to realize that you're good when you're still shooting upward. But at the end of the day, it's the stuff behind the scenes, the practice behind the scenes, the reps behind the scenes, the work behind the scenes that no one sees that is going to make or break your dream. Preparation meets opportunity. We've all heard that thing of luck, quote unquote, good luck is preparation meeting opportunity. And I honestly believe that opportunities around us all the time. I really do. We just aren't prepared for it. You know, you yeah. had that kid come up, one of our speeches, and you had wanted a kid. To, anyone here want to be a motivational speaker? Yeah, he wanted to be a speaker. So I said, wanted all right, come a speaker. up. Come Let's on do up. it. You want to do my speech for me because I didn't prepare? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. That was not Kevin's finest moment. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to jump on a moving train. Some of the best advice I can ever give don't lose momentum. You should be. If you want to be a professional anything, you need to be practicing. Forever. Forever. The Forever. circle, the, the story comes full circle. That kid, I told him, I said, this is my Instagram handle. Reach out to me and I will help you become a better speaker. And he never did. Yeah. He could have. Who I, I still might be mentoring him to this day if he did. Yep. Who knows? And look at, we've been paid thousands of dollars to speak. We're 1400 But maybe he didn't identify as a speaker yet. I was thinking of this episode last night. I was thinking. I'm always trying to think of, okay, tomorrow's episodes are this. What can, I, what can I bring in terms of value? Most of us have to do something part-time long before we do it full-time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's going to be while you're doing something else full-time. Imagine that. Right now, you're doing full-time real job, whatever that means. Just say, even that phrasing I know could be limiting to you, but just say, it's the job that pays the bills currently, full-time. Part-time passion. Eventually, you might be doing full-time passion and part-time paying the bills because the full-time passion isn't paying the bills yet. That's okay. Everybody's journey is a little bit different. Everybody's results are going to be a little bit different. The way you get to those results are going to be different. So my next level nugget is that. Don't be afraid to do something part-time while you do something else full-time because most likely you're going to have to do something full-time while you do your thing 
you're going to have to do something part-time while you do your thing full-time. And that's okay. And eventually, you'll be able to do your thing full-time. If you do it right and you do it long enough and you focus on mastery and you get really good at the things that matter for you specifically. That's my next level nugget. My next level nugget would be don't underestimate the amount of time. I played basketball as a little kid and I played pickup basketball all through high school and then I played pickup basketball and intramural basketball in college and then I played basketball when I lived in LA for a few months with some really, really, really good players. And Emilia and I, when we first got together, we started playing ball together and she had never played. And it was like, oh, oh, wow. You don't, it was just weird. It was, you don't know what a, how to dribble. You don't know what a rebound is. And it's nothing against her. You just don't realize how good you get over time. I, I never considered myself super good at basketball, but when I played against a beginner, it was, it, it, I mean, I could do whatever I wanted. It's not even, hmm. it's not even a real this isn't a competition. This is nothing. It's not about me. It's not about Emilia. It's not about Kev. Time. The, there is nothing. Everyone underestimates what a decade will do. I'm convinced of it. If you want to play guitar for a half an hour a day or a half an hour a week, even for a decade, you're going to get better than me. You're going to be good. You're going to be really good. Time. If you practice over time, there is not a single person that I know who isn't better than me at something. And that's because they've just been doing whatever that thing is so much longer than me. You get, human beings get really good at things that they consistently practice. They get really, really good. And are you leveraging that? That would be my next level nugget. I know this would never happen because it doesn't resonate with you, but imagine 10 years from today, if you hadn't played basketball in 10 years, you would never be on the celebrity basketball team. Say you and I were like actual celebrities that, you know, musicians or whatever. You know how they have celebrity games all the time? Mm-hmm. You'd never be on it if you weren't playing, if people didn't know you liked basketball and you hadn't been practicing. That would be so awesome. There you go. So you better, get, be on the, so you better awesome. get on the streets, son. <laughs> I beat, beat you at horse. Uh, not at horse, at knockout. Two out of 10 times, brother. I'm a beginner, five foot four, haven't played basketball in years. That's, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Everybody gets lucky two times no, out of 10. No, no, no. That's, that's an anomaly. It's eight to two, my friend. You think you could? You think you could beat me two times out of ten in grappling? Probably not. I Definitely don't know. Not. No, no. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little bit. Maybe I'm. Maybe I got some skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be it. I was sore for several weeks after after that. I, <laughs> yeah, I, my legs were sore in places that I didn't even know were attached to my legs. So yeah. <laughs> if you don't use it, you do. Lose you it. will lose it. You will lose it. Yeah. Next level nation, if you are looking to find like-minded people who can help you transition more into your dreams, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. The link is in the show notes. As always, there are 700 and some odd people in there who are also dream chasers who probably have similar experiences and are going through similar things. So you are safe there. It is the community that we needed at the beginning of this journey. So link is in the show notes. Please join. We would love to have you. If this episode resonated with you about the dream chasing thing, which one of the options you want to take, you probably feel lonely like we did at the beginning of this growth journey. Dream chasers, self-improvement, holistic. There aren't a ton of people who are on that same journey. We also have a community, not only in Next Level Nation, but we also do group coaching. Group coaching, you and nine other like-minded people will get in a room 
virtually for 90 days, achieve more in 90 days than you ever have. Track habits, myself, Kevin, assistant coach, Jesse. It really is a way to get to know yourself, get to know other people, get to know how the world works, why it works that way. And it really can be the Mario Kart booster for you to achieve your dreams quicker. We have to get a little Mario Kart emoji or something. Really show it when you say that. You know what I mean? For sure. You have any idea what I'm saying? I do. Okay. Tomorrow, (laughs) for episode number 1,437, what are your biggest strengths and weaknesses right now? So we talk about health, wealth, and love. What are your biggest strengths? What are you laughing at? Just us. (laughs) (laughs) I almost made it to the finish line. We almost did it. For a long time, my strength was health, but my weakness was wealth. Alan was very good at wealth, but not so good at health. Mm -hmm. Strengths and weaknesses. That's our next episode. It's going to be great. It's going to be fire. Might even be the best episode we've ever recorded. I don't know. Could be the worst episode we've ever recorded. I don't know. Anything you want to say in closing? No, I think think we're good. All right. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep chasing dreams. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.